Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 27 of Simply Finance. Today is Tuesday, April 21st of 2020. Um, and we are off to a rough start in the stock market today. Uh, I am recording this uh, like at lunch midday today. So <clears throat> we basically have seen half of the trading day go by already. And so far, all three major indexes I talk about, the Dow, the S&P, and NASDAQ are all down um, close to 3% already for the day. Uh, yesterday's episode, I dove into the craziness that was going on with oil price futures. And I think today is kind of the reaction to that. Right out the gates, people were not quite as concerned. And as the day has progressed, uh, we've seen a lot of these prices get uh, a lot worse. And we've seen the entire market as a whole uh, come down quite a bit. So speaking of indexes, today we have a fun one. Uh, I'm going to dive in, and honestly, I learned a decent amount doing research for this one today. Um, we're going to talk about the major U.S. indexes, and you guys have hear, heard me talk about it almost every single episode, and this might be something that you you know, either didn't know, you've probably heard of it, but maybe didn't really fully understand it. So just to give a little more background, most of the episodes I've talked about, I've mentioned at least one stock or a company. So obviously in that situation, what you're doing is you're investing, you're giving money to, you know, company A or not really company A, you're giving some, you're giving really someone uh, money to buy their share of company A. And then you uh, obviously at that point then are a partial owner of that publicly traded company, right? And then when I've talked about uh, the markets and then inherently the market indexes, um, I'm talking about a broad group of individual companies together to give us a general performance assessment, essentially like a report card for how the, this certain group of those companies performed uh, for the day, the week, the, the year, whatever time period we're looking at. So when I give you these percent changes. So today, like telling you all three, the Dow, the NAS, the S&P and the NASDAQ are all down roughly 3%. Those are all three different indexes. And I realized before recording this, that I've probably never talked about that. I've just assumed you knew that. So I mean, a lot of you probably log on to whatever stock trading app or program on your computer to see, you know, how the stock market is performing. And those are what you're looking at. But I doubt most people have really taken the time to understand what drives the different indexes, right? We kind of look across the board. Usually they all move in similar directions, not necessarily, but I would say a vast majority of the time, you're not going to see, for example, the S&P up 3% and the NASDAQ down 3%. Like, I, I don't know if I've honestly ever seen that happen. Um, but they do different things. They're tracking different parts of the stock market. And that's what we're going to dive into today. So just to start off, and we're not going to go into the specific different stock markets per se today, but, but really the indexes that drive these stock markets. So we're going to be talking about <clears throat> the three major indexes today. And then really there's one other one that I had heard of, but didn't really know what it 
was tracking until I started doing this research uh, last night. So the first one and probably the one that most people see is the S&P 500. Uh, that stands for Standard and Poor's 500, which is like a group, basically a group that um, put together the index and then manages the companies that are in it. Uh, it's basically like a committee. And I, I didn't go too in depth of like what makes up that committee. That's something that uh, I would probably love to dive into is like a, you know, a next level podcast on uh, what, you know, a background of the S&P. But uh, really, it's a committee that picks the top 500 stocks based off of many factors. Um, one of the major ones for them will be market capitalization. Um, but they use a lot of the metrics we've talked about on here to make the decisions. And the S&P 500, the companies that go into it, it changes over time. So they try to keep it as like an ongoing list of what they look at as like the 500 most important, most impactful companies that drives the general stock market. Um, in general, uh, the S&P 500 makes up approximately 80% of the total stock market value in this one index. So if the S&P 500 is up, or let's use today's example, if the S&P 500 is down 3%, we can assume that roughly, at least roughly 80% of the companies in the US stock market are also down 3% on average. So again, it's a, it's a driving, um, kind of like a North Star for you to look at if you wanna think of it that way. If you're, you know, focused on the five stocks that are in your portfolio, those five performing stocks, for example, could tell you a totally different story than the general market. So, you know, let's just say, for example, uh, yesterday was a good day for my two favorites that you all know I talk about constantly, but Tesla and Amazon. So Tesla and Amazon could be having a great day. They could be trading up to two and a half percent or something, and the S&P could be down Two percent. So that doesn't. If you're just looking at the companies that you're following, what happens sometimes is you kind of lose track, and you really, honestly, lose visibility to the general macro, big picture direction the market's trending in. So that's kind of the importance of looking at it. The S and P is by far the most, I would say, the 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 favorite or the most well known index in the U S. Um, and there's two types of ways they can weight these indexes. There's market weight, which is like really focused on the capitalization. So it looks at market cap, which we talked about a few episodes ago, if you want to go back and re-listen to that. Or there's price weighted. Uh, the S&P is market weighted, which means each stock is weighted by its proportionate value. So for example, the, the benefit of doing this is that if the market value of all 500 companies in the S&P drops by 10%, let's say, then the index will also drop by 10%. So it equally weighs out the companies in the 500 companies of the index by the market cap or the overall market value of the company. Hopefully that makes sense. That, in my opinion, from now doing a lot more research on indexes, seems to be the more beneficial way and the more realistic way to judge performance versus price-weighted, which the next one we'll go into is price-weighted. So that's the S&P. That's a great one to follow. Um, I have it on the stock market rebound tracker that you all have access to uh, in the show notes. It's on like above the companies. There is a spot where it actually shows the indexes. And I'm actually, for you watching, I might as well uh, show my, oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm not going to show my screen. 
I'm on a different computer. Um, so if you look above the companies on my stock market rebound tracker, you will see general um, index performance. I think I have the S&P and the NASDAQ up there. Maybe the Dow instead of the S&P had some formula errors. Either way, you can see them up there or you can go to any of your stock apps or websites that you normally follow. They're always there at the top. Um, the next one, the Dow. The Dow stands for, uh, well, not really stands for, it's just called the Dow, but it's the Dow Jones Industrial Average is the other name you might have heard for this. <clears throat> this is really one of the oldest and most well-known indexes in the world. Uh, it's been around, it's one of the longest living indexes. And so if you think about the S&P, it's a big group of companies. It's, a, it's you know, market weighted and it's really valued off of um, the biggest players as far as like a wide breadth of companies. The Dow on the other hand though is a much smaller pool. It's only made up of 30 companies and it's really the absolute 30 largest and we call it blue chip stocks which if you think of blue chip are like your biggest, your most old school, conservative, um, constant you know, they deliver very consistent and um, expected earnings. They also uh, usually are companies that all have very consistent dividends. So I've been talking about dividends a lot. This is an index that if you want to really follow along with big companies that can really pad the index or sorry, the dividend side of your portfolio, focusing on the Dow can be great. Uh, the one side of the Dow that I, you know, I learned through this that isn't great as far as like looking at trends is that it's price weighted, which just means that depending on the price of a stock, it actually shifts the direction of the index a lot more than technically it should. Um, and this is, you know, this is just my opinion, but so what happens basically is if, um, let's say the, let's say the Dow drops, uh, let's say, okay, let's say this, you have two companies you're looking at in the Dow. One's $120 a share and one is 20. If both companies drop a dollar, it weights that dollar heavier for the company that is worth more. So the 120 is actually, the, the company is worth $120 a share. A dollar drop to them in the Dow actually impacts it more than the company that's only worth 20. Even though, if you look at it on a percent basis, if a $1 drop happens to a $20 company, that's a huge percent swing for a day. And for a company that's worth $120 decrease is not as big of a swing. And normally when people are looking at swings, you know, it's usually off the percent. Because if you're investing in it, you're looking for percent gains and hopefully not seeing percent losses. That's more important than the true dollar value. And that's, that's a whole nother deeper level of things we can get into. Um, the Dow represents nearly one-fourth of the entire U.S. market, so a little bit smaller. Um, and really, again, I'm going to go back. This is a great index to follow, especially if you want to really build out your dividend, safer, big blue chip companies that you're investing in. This is going to be like your bread and butter to tell you how investors are thinking about these stocks and the directions they're going in. Uh, the third one we're going to jump into is the NASDAQ. And that's kind of the more I'm researching it, the more I'm realizing the NASDAQ reminds me of like the millennial index is, is the way I've been thinking about it. Um, this, the NASDAQ, if you don't know, is one of the two major stock markets in the United States. And the NASDAQ is the, is the one that is completely electronic. So there's no like hand-to-hand -hand trading. There's no trading floor. It's all done through computers. 
Um, in the NASDAQ index, what's great about them since it's all on the internet and it's, um, it's all done through computers, that index is actually a combination percent change of every stock on the NASDAQ. Um, so that to me is just a better holistic view. Just in general, so you know, the NASDAQ is a very uh, tech heavy stock exchange. So most of our like tech heavy companies that you follow are all traded on the NASDAQ. It's also a big, um, big market and big index therein of uh, what's called speculative companies. So companies that not necessarily have a lot of risk for you and me, but as far as like their P&L goes and their earnings, they are most of the time a lot riskier. They have a lot of their cash. These are the companies that are going to have a lot of cash tied up in like big projects that can make or break a company. Um, so just something to keep an eye on. The NASDAQ is probably one of the more riskier tech heavy uh, company company um, heavy markets. And then of course the index, since all the companies from that index are traded in the, in, or every company, sorry, blah, blah, blah. all of the companies on the NASDAQ stock exchange are in the index. So that index inherently gives you a really good understanding of how uh, finance, uh, like finance tech, just tech in general uh, stocks are moving. So kind of like, it's funny, the S and P is like a good general view. The Dow is a good one for your big top, your big boys who have dividends and are very consistent. Your NASDAQ's a really good one for like the tech, the high growth, the riskier stocks. And then the last one, this one's not like a popularly talked about one, but as I was doing research, I thought this was a cool one that I think all of us could probably find some value in by um, following. It's called the Wilshire 5000. And this is just known as like the total stock market index. So this it index includes all publicly traded companies that have headquarters in the United States. So there's five, I think it's, it might be just over 5,000, but essentially uh, this is going to give you the most holistic view. Now the S and P makes up 80% of the total companies on the stock market. This one, the Wilshire 5,000 has a hundred percent. So the Wilshire 5,000 and the S and P most likely uh, should really have really close correlation to their uh, plus or minus gains for the day or losses. Um, and it's just not as well known. I think it's because it's, not, it's everything, um, which you'd think would be better. But the S&P, I guess, just isolates that top 80%. It's kind of that 80-20 rule uh, that investors use and you know, lots of uh, professionals. You've probably heard that term before. Um, so that's it. Uh, that's today. So hopefully you learned a little bit about stock market indexes. Uh, I like to add all of these indexes to my um, portfolio or my watch list because then you can, like I said before, you can really see the macro big trends that are happening in the market each day, as well as the companies that you're personally invested in to give you a holistic understanding of performance. So that's it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great Tuesday. Um, good luck out there um, in the stock market investing world. It's a uh, it's a tricky week with a lot of a lot more news and a lot more uh, uh, volatility going on. So, thanks again for listening. Uh, I will talk to you soon. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Simply Finance. My name is Shane. I can't thank you enough for listening. Have a great day. Oh, hey there, everybody. 
not quite done yet. Just wanted to add a little ending to today's episode. Uh, If you look in the show notes, don't forget there's a few links there. The first one being a link to uh, my stock market rebound tracker. This is essentially a free Google Sheet tool for any of you to use and share with your friends um, that just basically maps out the stocks that I am keeping an eye on, uh, potentially looking to invest in, and really just wanting to keep on the radar. So definitely check that out. And then if you are new to investing and really want to try it for yourself, uh, I would suggest using the second link in the show notes, which is basically a link to Robinhood, which is the platform I use for all of my investments. You get free trading, no commission fees whatsoever. And by the way, Robinhood is not a sponsor of the podcast, Um, but you will be able to get a free stock uh, by signing up using my link. So get after it, try out some investing. Uh, Thanks again for listening. And most importantly, stay positive, have a good day, and I will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.